everybody and welcome to another episode of the two random nerds talk about Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to talk about all of Star Wars though. Um, only, only one film. No, we're going to talk about every single Star Wars. No, we're going to be ranking all the films. Um, we'll do the shows at another point as well. But what we're going to do is we're going to split it up. We're going to do six and six. And you might be saying there aren't 12 Star Wars films. And I'll tell you well, you're wrong because there are three spinoffs because one of them is animated. Um, we're going to be doing the originals and the prequels first those trilogies, and then we're going to split it up and do the sequels and the spin-offs. The spin-offs being Rogue One, Solo, and Clone Wars. Yeah, um, he's, he's not wrong. So, we, 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 we will, uh, so Harry, how are you today? I'm good, buddy, how are you? I'm alive. Um, Ain't that comforted. <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember our first episode, we talked about how much we both love Star Wars. Um, big fans and have been since we were very young so we've seen all of this stuff these films we haven't seen so anything we're not talking so we don't class and we haven't i don't think harry's ever seen the holiday special no i'd like to though have you seen have you seen the lego holiday special i have i have have. i'm not going to include that in this tier ranking though um we're just gonna just get on with it really and we're gonna start at the very start with Flash Gordon. Uh, no. Um, because we all know that actually George Lucas wanted to make a Flash Gordon film but couldn't get it right, so he instead wrote his own sci-fi film. That is the story of Star Wars. Um, and I think, to be fair, I think it's worked. Maybe. I'm not sure yet. We'll give it another 40-odd years. Um, yeah, true. We're only four years away from 50 years of Star Wars. Are we really? <laughs> yeah, 2027 will be 50 years since 1977, so... Crikey Moses. Um, here we go. Let's talk about 1977's Star Wars, later retitled Episode 4, A New Hope. I mean, let's be honest with each other, right? Well, let me be honest first before you say anything. Okay. I've never seen Star Wars. I've only seen Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. (laughs) Genuinely, for a second there, for some reason, even though I know you have, (laughs) I got very like, oh my god, has he actually not seen it? No, like, I've never seen the. Like I've only ever haven't. seen the special editions. Uh, I've yeah. even seen the McClunky edition. McClunky, McClunky. Um, oh, we need a new ranking. That's just the McClunky ranking. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how we many really should have done that? <laughs> does this film say McClunky? This one does. None of the others do. That is your ranking. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you real soon. No, so OG Star Wars, I can't find it. Where is it? There it is. Is the uh, best movie ever. Oh, there's not even a... Yeah, absolutely best movie it, ever. It changed the landscape of filmmaking. Um, and it it was insane. Uh, if you've seen the Disney Plus series Light and Magic, it tells you a lot about how all the special effects and all the creature stuff was all done. And that is a really fascinating series. So watch it. I saw my list. You start. I think list. you said you'd started it. 
Yeah, I've definitely done the first episode. I really like all the... Because it shows you the journey of it going in, and even into how it became visual effects and stuff like that, and how one of the guys who worked on one of the Star Wars things was also the brother of the guy that created Photoshop. <laughs> oh, wow. And he was part of it. I think John Knoll, actually. Shit. Who is a name that a lot of Star Wars fans will be familiar with. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Watch that series on Disney+. Plus. It's pretty good. Uh, first, yeah, Star Wars, New Hope. It's great. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a brilliant, entertaining movie with great music and great effects, even to this day. Even though you can see some of them being like, oh, that looks a bit weird. Doesn't matter. It's great. No. Yeah. And to be fair, I it, think... even though I've only seen the special editions, the stuff that obviously isn't updated, it holds up. Oh, yeah. Like... I don't really. I don't. We don't need. We didn't need all the CGI of the special editions. Um, but it still holds up. And the final sequence, the whole Death Star stuff, it's all great. Um, it's just. It's just so ben, bloody good. Ben from Canada has a great video about that sequence. Oh yeah, I think I've seen it. It's fantastic. I? I love that video. How he talks about the editing of that sequence and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's where we put that film. It's great. Fantastic. Next Absolutely up, fantastic. we have the second Star Wars film, otherwise known as Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, or Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Or the best one. Yeah, true. You could call it that, because because it is anyone literally... that doesn't think this is the best one is wrong. You speak to any Star Wars fans, they'll most likely be like, yeah, my favourite one's this, but like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, it's... Oh, it's just it's just I remember I went to go see it at the cinema when they brought it back in cinema a couple like two years ago and it's just it just hold it's so great it's great there's I don't know what else to say every it's, character is at their peak in that film like Darth Vader Han Solo looks wise Han as well. Solo Luke Skywalker yep. Princess Leia they're all at their peak like Yoda fucking hell like it's so good it's so well written, it is, so well executed. It is legitimately uh, one of the greatest sequels ever made. It did sequels right. Yeah, 100%. Because the Rebels just lose all the time. They're losing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And they don't. They lose in general. Yeah. Like, like, they, lose, they lose the film. The film ends with them being like, oh shit, now we've got to go and do something else. We've got to go rescue Han Solo and Vader cut off Luke's hand. <laughs> yeah. Got one of the greatest just... reveals in cinema history. I love it so much. Um, I really do. I love the. What is actually probably. I think I've said this before, but it's probably my favourite lightsaber duel. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like. It's pure like. Vader's just like, I, I got this. <laughs> and then Luke's like, actually, I'm so erratic I'm that you maybe don't yeah. have this because I have no real training. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> I shit. Am literally maybe, oh, shit. You might be right. This up. And he's like, oh, now I'm going to have to take this seriously. And then when he does, he cuts off his fucking hand. <laughs> like a fucking boss. And he's like, seriously, don't try me. I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> I will cut you down, you And also, something bitch. that puts this film above um, the first one is the first Star Wars film doesn't have a very good villain. No. The I villain's Tarkin. <laughs> yeah. And he's sort of like, yeah, you're all right. You're kind of menacing. But Vader's like the more interesting thing. But it's not... like they saw that Vader was the one that, that really kind of captivated people. And yeah. like, right, that's that's the villain. Maybe, yeah. The man that probably is exactly what it was. He was originally just supposed to be like, he's just like a bodyguard. 
Yeah. Except not, because he's also Obi-Wan's former apprentice. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. It's great. I love it. I love the asteroid sequence. Yes. <laughs> love the asteroid sequence. I love the music. That mm. asteroid field theme is my favourite. Han Solo's the standout for me in this film. He's so good. He's my favourite. He's, he's... Like, I'm reading... I said to Connor, I'm reading Heir to the Empire trilogy at the moment. I've, I've got to start the <coughs> second book soon. And whenever I read Han Solo, I just imagine him in Empire... Like, and peak Empire Strikes Back <laughs> is how I imagine Han Solo. Even though, um, that's, that, even though that's post-Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um... Yeah, best movie ever. Yeah. It will be. It will be the top of the list. We'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, to be fair, as I said that, I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know if I can actually." But yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, no, it is. It is actively the best Star Wars film. I'm putting that down. Oh yeah, no. Like in terms is. of, <laughs> in terms of like, in terms of the yeah, it is the best. It might not be our favorite one, but yeah. it is the best one. If we wanted to get objective here, like. Yeah. Nothing is better in Star Wars. Nothing is better than the first two. If we wanted to get objective, yeah. But we're going to be somewhat subjective. Um, speaking of somewhat subjective, I think Return of the Jedi is pretty good, actually. Okay. Only See, because most of the film is kind of meh. <laughs> See, but it's gr- got some growing fantastic moments. Growing up, this was always like my mum and dad's favourite, so it kind of ended up like being my favourite as one. Because it, when I was a kid, it was the one that we'd always rewatch the most. Mm. And then, as I kind of went to uni study film, I kind of realised that it wasn't the strongest I, one out of the three. I don't. And it, and I was. Yeah. I oh, sorry. I agreed with you in terms of there's a lot of like meh moments, but earlier this year when it well, I can't remember um, I've got the poster here somewhere uh, in April, I went to see it in the cinema when they did the anniversary um, screening. Um, and I, it might have been because I had the cinema experience for it, but I loved it. I would now, I'd put it at the bottom of it, but I'd, I'd put it on best movie ever because I think um, there is some meh moments. There is some moments that are a bit like this isn't as strong as the first two, but I think in terms of wrapping the story, the relationship between Luke and Vader, the final fight between Luke and Vader with the soundtrack. Um, it's great. It's such. It's so much fun, but nowhere near as peaked Star Wars as as the first two. No, I think it has a lot of great. Yeah, I mean, it has a lot of greatness to it. Like, I think Luke's great in it. Um, all the Jabba stuff is kind of meh, but like, I don't. I don't mind it. I used to enjoy that stuff. Yeah. Um, Ewoks can fuck off, um, <laughs> and not because I'm like, oh, look, cuddly things to taking down the Empire. Like, no, because I, I get what that kind of represents. Like, yeah. But it and it's also it's supposed to be for kids. So <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, fine, whatever. Ewoks, kids love the Ewoks. Just like kids but love is... Jar Jar Binks. You get the people that are being like Jar Jar Binks is insufferable. Yeah, but that was what the adults said about the Ewoks when that film came out. I do, I do admit, like, when you watch, say, if you watch the original, say, you listener, you go away, and and tomorrow you decide to rewatch the original trilogy, uh, four, five, six, back to back. When you get to six and you see the Ewoks. It is, like you said, these are family films. They are for kids, but this is the probably the biggest kind of like, what the fuck? When you when you have all the kind of stuff that's come before it, if that makes sense. Yeah, this sort of feels like, like the biggest let's sell merchandise film. Yeah, out of the three, hundred percent, hundred percent. I what about unmissable then? I would. I mean, I'll, I'd put it. I could put it in unmissable. I couldn't. I couldn't put it in best movie ever, just because I don't think it is. But like that's no, that's fair. I'm happy with. I'm, I'd, um, I'd, 
I like yeah, unmissable for me. Princess Leia does a lot in it. Slave, yeah. slave bikini aside, because let's let's not. <laughs> we don't need to sexualize on this podcast, and that's not even the best looking she is in any of the films. So, Fair. give me that Hoth outfit. <laughs> that's the best looking she ever is. Um, give me that Hoth outfit. I love Kodanaki. the end. I love all the throne room stuff. Yep, with Luke Vader and the Emperor. Um, yeah, I love the Death Star run. I love the imagery where Luke's fighting Vader just after um, he shouts never and then uh, they're, they're having yeah. the fight with the music and you have that imagery as they go past the window um, yeah, and the staircase good. is beautiful. Yeah, no, that's a great it's a great sequence, that one. Um, yeah, Unmissable is where it belongs. Because it, yeah. it is sort of like, it is like an Unmissable film, really. You have, you have to see it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um Oh, I didn't say the name of it though. Sorry, it's it's actually Star Wars: Return of the Jedi or Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi, but it's actually the third one. Um, yes, just to confuse everyone because everyone somehow is like, oh, I don't get it. Did you ever have that when people are like I don't get it because of how they were like which Fucking one? Mate, it's like all just the time. Literally, just look at when they came out. That's all you got to do. Literally all the time. It was worse <laughs> when it got to the prequels. It's like what? Would you, why is Episode One come out afterwards? It's like it's because it's. It's the prequels. <laughs> it tells the before story, <laughs> and then you have to explain that, like, no, because before they weren't called Episode Four, Five, and Six, or One, Two, and Three. They were just Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And then in re-releases, they were retitled as Star Wars: A New Hope, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. And then on re-releases, they were titled as Star Wars: Episode Four. <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Uh. I get. I can get why people would get confused. Doesn't take a genius to figure it out. No. <laughs> Doesn't even take a Star Wars fan to figure it out. <laughs> no. Come on. Come on, guys. Um, Do better. But let's jump forward to 1999 with the fourth Star Wars film, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. just, just just known as Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. It's always what it was some called. people. Some people even just call it the Upside. Um, the Phantom Menace. The upside down. Why the fuck would I say the upside down? The, the Mountain Venice. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've got to talk about this can of worms. <laughs> it has some great sequences and some great moments, such as the pod sequence, uh, the pod race sequence, and the final battle. Some people really face, don't right? like the pod race sequence. <laughs> well, I think it's quite invigorating. It it's it takes up a large chunk of the movie. Yeah, and but and then obviously you have Jewel of the Fates. And the the final battle, which is great. I think the best part of this film for me is the soundtrack. I think I think there's a lot of very long, drawn out moments. I get why it's there, but I can't say that there's not a lot of kind of. This is the one that feels the longest. One of my favorite things about the the soundtrack is how Anakin's theme is like sort of a major the- version of the um, Imperial March. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I think it has. It, this is the great like. This film is has so much great like practical stuff, and then it also has some good effects stuff. Like Jar Jar Binks was the first fully CGI character, fully yeah, like CGI character ever. Yeah, and it's like it looks incredible for the time. Oh yeah, 100%. and it doesn't even look dated. Like it doesn't look like oh that's definitely from 1999. You go no, that is definitely the beginning of what we now have, where we have like fully CGI characters in everything. 
Yeah, pretty much. Like, it was only what three years later. Well, no, when did when did Re- Re- Return of the King was two thousand and one, wasn't it? Not Return of yeah. the King, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gollum sort of appears in that, but he's not actually. So you would say it's actually two towers. Two he, towers when he appears. Yeah. And like, he's a fully CGI character, and he looks great. Oh, it looks fantastic! It's like it's so you know it's and um. It, I really, there is a lot of missteps with this film. I'm not against the politics side of it because George Lucas clearly had a political opinion that he wanted to put in his films. Yeah, and it's funny because it's always the adults that get like, "Oh, they've made it political," and it's like kids are like this fucking rocks. I love this film. <laughs> True, because they don't pay attention to any of that. And then, with, I mean, that's the thing is like the, we've grown up with these films and we've just grown to really, really appreciate them. I think. You can probably testify to this as well. We let the kind of... Maybe the the entertainers we watched sort of influence our opinions a bit as well. 100%. Like, yeah, without doubt. Because everyone we watched on the internet were older millennials when we were growing up. Or, you know, older than millennials. And they would have been like teenagers when this came out. Oh, yeah. I want to make clear. As a kid, I fucking loved this film i wouldn't have this was i wouldn't like star wars if this film didn't exist like (laughs) yeah yeah so that's why i put it top end but i wouldn't i wouldn't put it best movie ever oh no i I don't even think i'd put it in unmissable or or uh, this is pretty good actually (laughs) yeah i definitely would put it in unmissable i'd put it probably i'd probably put it in just a movie like at the lowest yeah um i could probably put it in this is pretty good actually but like yeah it's got some great stuff i feel like it could have been written better. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, this is the one. Less of the, boring in parts. As this well. is the weakest of the um, original trilogy. As much as some people like to say that this, the next film is the weakest, but you're wrong. Everyone's wrong about that film. Um, Do you mean the prequel trilogy? What did I say? The original. This is the original prequel trilogy. <laughs> Fuck off. This is yeah. This is this is for me watching it feels like the biggest like the one that if you had to be like oh. Which one's a slog to watch? Which one feels really long to watch? It'd be this one. Yeah, no, it does, it does feel like that. Even though it isn't the longest one, I think the next one is. Um, yeah, exactly. But then the next one feels like the short. Like, feels really short for me. And it's so funny where people are like, "Oh yeah, but they're not. The prequels aren't good." It's like, yeah, but let's think about where a lot of they've expanded on the prequels so much. Like, there are characters introduced in the prequels that have got so much attention in expanded universe materials and like books and stuff. Like Darth Maul is still around. <laughs> yeah. Like he has been in so many different properties now, Darth Maul. Um. And it, yeah, but yeah, you got you got some you got weird little Anakin. Let's. <laughs> who isn't terrible? Yeah. Let's be real. He's a child. Just actor, a creep. But it's all right. Would you say? The character's just a creep. Not as a kid, he ain't. True. He's a nine-year-old, Harry. In the next one, he's a creep. He's not. He's actually very intensely romantic. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, let's put it in. This is pretty good, actually. Okay. Um, now we have the fifth Star Wars film. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, which is obviously best movie ever better than all of them. I'm going to let you run with this one. This is your fault. No, I have. I've done. One. I've made my decision. That's it. Let's move on. Episode three. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Attack of the Clones. I love it. It's my favourite to rewatch because I just don't have so much fun with it. And not in a, uh, let's have fun with this bad movie. No, because it's a good film. 
Let's let's not pretend it's a bad film anymore. Let's ha stop hating on the on Attack of the Clones for fun because it's not bad. It is a good film. I just want to say for for all listeners, Connor is very passionate about Attack of the Clones, and I once he explained it to me, I fully understood why. So, um, and I've, you might be going, I've, you might be going, why the fuck is he? Why the fuck is he saying this is great? It's because his reasoning is sound. I'm not going to go too much in depth with it because it's a lot, but like, no, yeah, I've been also, I've been, I've been one of this film's biggest detractors at one point in my, in my uh, late teenage and young, young twenties. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's awful because of what people made me think about it. And it's like, oh no, I get that there are elements of this film that people don't like, but I also think that's just George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just let him cook. <laughs> Let him cook. Let him cook the meth, man. No, no, no. That's not what it means, Harry. Are you uh, not up to date with your internet culture? No, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. I'm probably on 20... I'm on, like, June 2022. Well, let him cook is definitely 2022. <laughs> I'm on January 2022. Let him cook basically means... No, let him, let him go. Let him run with this. He's 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 on a, he's on a roll. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I knew that. Let I him cook. That. Um, anyway, let him cook. Let George Lucas cook. Um, it's great. It does. It does some. I mean, can't, oh, can't say. I don't want to okay. go too much into it, but you can look up stuff about this film that people make fun <laughs> of certain aspects of it. But there is so much good here. <laughs> yeah. This like, even though even look what I'll say is even though the original even though these came obviously after the original trilogy, when you watch it in order of one two three four five six, this lays the foundations for what happens in the original trilogy I think is a good way to, to put it yeah but but my question for Connor is wholeheartedly and honestly what ranking would you give this on this ranking system I'd have to give it unmissable but I can for sure tell you it is one of my top two Star Wars films <laughs> okay which I'm is hilarious to see how it's moved up my ranking and it's like it's like bear in mind when I first met you yeah, I probably it is. Hate this, this is film. this is fucking mad. <laughs> but I I'm happy to put this unmissable because when I was a kid, I loved rewatching this. Like when I was uh, playing the Lego Star Wars games as a kid, this is the one I loved playing the most. Like yeah. this was this was for me. I loved this film growing up. This is the um, Star Wars film I definitely had the most like around me in terms of when I would grow up. When I grew up, because like when Episode Three came out, I wasn't getting the toys anymore, even though I was only ten. <laughs> I was nine and ten. Um, yeah. I wasn't getting the toys for that film. I just wasn't. I got some, but not loads. But when I was when Attack of the Clones was coming out, it was peak. Like I'm, I had all the Lego sets, all the toy sets. Like I had played a lot of the games around that time. Um, I had the lights. I had fucking Count Dooku's lightsaber. I still have nice. it, but that, not not the original one. Some I I got rid of my lightsabers years ago, not by choice. Um. And then someone found one and then gave it to me. So, fair. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's Count Dooku lightsaber. I had two of these in my youth. Now I have my third one. <laughs> um, nice. <coughs> but like, yeah, no, Attack of the Clones. I had so much of like the Lego and that, and yeah, some of the, and the toys. I still have a lot of the figures up in my loft. I have the fucking gunship. Nice. In toy version and in Lego version. That's great. Um, I had fucking and the little the yellow speeder in the beginning and Zam Weasel's Wessel speeder. 
Nice. And it crunched up at the front if you smashed it into something, like because it crashes in that film. It does. And it crunched up, and then you press the button, and it popped back out. <laughs> um, Toys were well, great. Look, <laughs> I'm happy to put this in unmissable because this was like a peak, like start of my peak Star Wars era for me. Like when I was a kid, at least, not now. Yeah. Um, I'm in a different peak Star Wars era now, but. Oh yeah, you know, you know I when had the lightsabers. I I remember like this was just such. Yeah. It's great. You know when people say they wore out VHS tapes watching them over and over again. Yeah, that would have happened to me had I actually grown up like throughout the ninety. Had this film come out in nineteen ninety, and I was the age I was when it came out. Yeah, like I would have worn out that VHS tape. I watched that film yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, which is why I do fun. think wholeheartedly it is the Star Wars film I've seen the most oh yeah I think I think you'd be right for you for sure and it's got a fantastic soundtrack for me it's the next one that's my your my episode 2 in terms of what yours is for you is, is episode 3 for me but it's different but, because episode 3 is actually very widely accepted as one of the best one of the best as the best film in the trilogy but Attack of the Clones is actually the best Star Wars film <laughs> <laughs> so we say saying unmissable then yeah <laughs> Genuinely, if you turn around and say I want to put in the best movie ever, I'd, I'd let you have it. I'd say you know what. But I don't think play. it is. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But your reasoning and, and and especially more of the reasons that we've spoke about off air as well does make me agree with you in terms of it's a very smart movie. It's it's it knows what it's doing. That's that. That's the my biggest thing it about it. For no reason. That's my biggest thing about this film and Revenge of the Sith is that George Lucas knew what he wanted to do. He knew what story he wanted to tell, and he did it to the very best of his ability. Oh yeah. While and being heavily criticised. Yeah. Like for what he was doing, and maybe maybe it wasn't to the best of his ability, but I think he was trying his hardest. Yeah. And what he did. Yeah, isn't widely accepted, but kids love it, or loved it, and the people that grew up loving it love it. Yeah, Some, it's great, not everyone. And I think I, I do it. think the people that hate on this film loved it when they were a child, and they only hate it because they're being told to. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like like 100%. the things you like. There will be some people that listen to this that now will go ahead and really like it because they've heard our opinions on it. I feel like I'm too angry just... about it though. I'm too angry about how much I love this film. <laughs> Maybe, maybe one day good... we'll do an episode. We'll do like a, a just to just just talk about episode two, and I'll actually talk calmly. I'll do like a report on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Genuinely, if you if we if you genuinely do that as like a bonus episode that comes out whenever after this, because obviously we we don't know when this is coming out as of recording. I am more than happy to make that our next recording. We'll see, no, no, more maybe not. Ne- no, maybe not next recording. We'll see. That's that's, that's work. Come, week or two's time. That's work. I'm sorry. That's work. Because if you if you do one. I'll do one based on something that's recollect like that for me. No, we could do that. So like, I mean, along the line, but that's work. Like, I would want, I'd want to take my time with that. Yeah, no, sorry. Not yeah, two I'd weeks. want a good. I <laughs> know, uh, I'd want a good like month or two to really. But maybe plan it. I need to rewatch it at some point anyway. Like, I I do like it a lot. I like Attack of the Clones a lot. Um, but I would happily put the sixth Star Wars film, Star Wars Episode Three, of Revenge of the Sith, in best movie ever. Hundred percent, it's my favorite one. I, I, I might if I was, but. I, yeah, based on the because yeah, based on the, the the rankings we have, based on the tiers we have, I do think Attack of the Clones is unmissable. I don't think yeah. it's best movie ever, but I do think Revenge of the Sith just it the because of the culmination of the trilogy and how it and what it is. Like I don't Revenge of the Sith is like 
probably top six for me, Star Wars films. Oh, it's top two for me. No, I know that. <laughs> but what I mean is that I do think it is best movie ever. Yeah, it's... it's. I've really... I loved it as a kid in school. I used to act it out in the playground all the time. Always unhappy that I was um, Obi-Wan and not Anakin. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my god, I've got to be Obi-Wan. I was exactly the um, same about episode um, two. <laughs> and I had all the toys. I had uh, the lightsabers. I had... Uh, the video game on PS2, uh, which is a, a, I want to add a bloody great game. It's all right. Um, <laughs> and I, especially in recent years, I kind of, well. I kind of, then let like we were just talking about let kind of public opinion at the time influence my opinion on it. And now in more recent years, I've really fallen back in love with it as a film. And uh, I'd love to do a, a proper like 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 we were literally just saying about you doing like a, a report on episode two. I'd love to do one on episode three and kind of spend a month or two really researching it and and um, finding out why like because I really I really find it interesting the choices like you said the choices Lucas made because you're right he knew exactly what he wanted in these films in this one and then Attack on the Clones and he executes it to the best of his ability and I think at least for me, and I know for you it works, and it works really well. Um, so, yeah, I, I find this one the most interesting, engaging. Soundtrack's great. Performances are great. Um, the Mustafar fight is my favourite part of the film. Um, I think, name something yeah. that's, like, around that time. Not Maybe not now. Maybe there's more things now. But name something around that time that, that was this thought-provoking, this dark, that was aimed at children. Oh, no, for me, it would be... I wouldn't be able to name you something until two years later with um, Chris Ferguson's Doctor Who series. That was the... That was... If I hadn't seen Star Wars, that would be the two years later. Thing. So this is 2003, right? Or was this 2005? No, this is 2005. <laughs> oh, shit. Then it'd be Doctor, Chris Ferguson's first Doctor Who series. But I think this came first. I'm pretty sure this came first. No, this wouldn't have, because Doctor Who would have... I mean, the, uh, might, the series might have been running when it came out, because didn't Doctor Who come back in March of 20, 2005? 2005? <laughs> yeah, it would have finished in June. Yeah, this came out May 25th, 2005. Or May 19th. May 19th. Because for me, the example out of Chris Ferguson's series would have been the finale kind of episodes. Um, that might be different in sense of, like, because that was, like, fresh. That was Doctor Who just come back. Whereas this was the, this was the end of a trilogy, we're, we're meaning that kids that the kids would have grown up like being like, oh, episode one has got all these fun things and all that kind of shit. It's got Jar Jar Binks, yeah. Like I'm saying, like us specifically, we grew up with, uh, like you know, and it's it's got some darker moments, but otherwise it's fun and uplifting at the end. You know, they the, the good guys triumph over the evil. No, but also, I mean, we say that, but also at the same time, like for for kids like us or some kids. That, that wouldn't have... Because I know some people that watched the prequel trilogy before watching the original trilogy, right? I, mm. they, I have friends that did do that. And I remember talking to a friend that was saying to me that when he was a kid and he watched his film for the first time, yeah, the heroes won, but his hero, which was Anakin Skywalker from episode two, you know, turned and the, evil and, and... The point I was making is the heroes... Journey. The point I made was the heroes won at the end of episode one. The heroes oh, definitely sorry, don't win in three. this trilogy. <laughs> I was going to say, fucking hell. 
That's what I um, meant. The heroes definitely don't win in this trilogy. <laughs> the heroes lose. And this is a complete story. Like, and we know where it goes because we know. Like, but like, for kids who maybe didn't know the originals existed when they watched this, and I, w- I sort of wish maybe I had that perception, but I was too much a Star Wars fan. <laughs> yeah. Once I became got into it, that I wanted Same. to see everything. But like, yeah. The, at the end of this story, no, there is hope, obviously. Which is a big part of the Star Wars series. Yeah. But the good guys lose. <laughs> like, everything. And that's that's, <laughs> that's why this film is so good as well. Because it doesn't... The, the, the prequel trilogy is about the heroes losing, really. It's the, it's the downfall of Anakin Skywalker. Of the, yeah. But it's not like Lucas at the last minute goes back on it just a little bit for kids sake no it it's it it's it, 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 he fully goes and tells the story that he wanted to make and he fully goes for that downfall um and doesn't hold back on it and i think that's why the film works so well i remember leaving the cinema this is one of my earliest cinema experience that i remember anyway and i remember leaving the cinema with my dad and being like that was oh my god because i hadn't seen a film like that before i hadn't seen a film yeah. where all the all the good guys. I couldn't watch this film by myself Luke. at night. Like, <laughs> really? When I got it on DVD, I couldn't because I was just like, I don't. By the time you get to the end of it, it's so I want. I don't want because I used to go put films on and then just go to sleep. Same. And yeah. then like, if I woke up and it was on the menus, I would just start it again. I wouldn't want to wake up in the middle of the night and have to look at Burning Anakin Skywalker or Palpatine's evil face. That's fair. Plus, I was young, you know. Yeah, of course. I would watch it all. The, I still used to watch this film all the time. Like. <laughs> but not at night. <laughs> That's fair. But um, yeah. I mean, you think about yeah. I mean, you you think about so much of this film. And it's like yeah, it does have at the end the guy gets his limbs cut off and he's burned, and then there's it looks. It's like there is not a kids' film that does that because <laughs> they don't half-ass on that bit either for the sake of kids. oh no. It's you. It, George Lucas never half-ass any of it. It's not like they go right. We're gonna we're gonna turn away from camera now. Uh, turn the camera away from him while he burns alive. No, you fully see and hear him. Well, they could have um, <laughs> if they really wanted to go all out. They would have just kept the camera on him the entire time, and you would have seen his flesh melting from his <laughs> from his. I mean, of course, yeah. But like, so it does turn it does turn away. But when it turns away, it has Obi Wan turning away, and then when he looks back, it cuts back. Which yeah. is something I never actually thought of. Good, good filmmaking technique, actually, because you know you don't. We don't want your audience to see the most gruesome part of it. So, how do you cut away? You make it so that the the POV character of the scene cuts away. Yeah, like he looks away. It's like, no, I can't watch it. Also, yeah, that's just that's a very powerful scene. It shows the that the entire trilogy sort sort of shows the hypocrisy of the Jedi, and it is their downfall more than like as just as much as Anakin's. And it's yeah. it's how the Jedi failed Anakin. as more anything, and you treat and Obi Wan blames himself for it, but it's like it's not Obi Wan's fault. It's the Jedi's fault because at the very end, I mean, it doesn't happen because obviously ultimately Obi Wan doesn't. But like in this film, Obi Wan very much rejects the Jedi way. Yeah, yeah, he does in the very end by by even admitting that he loves Anakin. Yes. Or loved Anakin, you know. That's very much him rejecting. What a great film. It is a great film. Um, Attack of the Clones is better, but... (laughs) 
Sure. In your opinion. No, it is. It just is better. Nah, I disagree. Objectively, it is better. <laughs> nah, I disagree. Well, you can't disagree with objective fact. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, it's up there but... with Space Jam. I'll piss off. <laughs> um, that's a joke that you lot are not allowed to hear, because that's me and Connor joke. Yeah, that's it's an, an old joke, joke I'm not even that fond of anymore. Because um, Space Jam sucks. <laughs> it's crap. But, um, it's alright, it's not terrible. So so what does that rank, at least the first six Star Wars films overall, what what have we said best, has the most best in ever. it? Okay, there I'm happy three in best that. ever. I mean, if we really wanted to, there could be four in best ever, but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Attack of the Clones in unmissable. You have the power. This is a team ranking. This isn't my, my personal ranking. I know no I know I know, I know, I know how also, much I know what I change if I was doing it by myself. I know, but I've said as a team, I'm happy for Attack yeah, of the Clones I don't to be my best think movie it, ever. I don't and think you it said no. there. Well then, then it doesn't go there. No, it won't. But okay. me, Revenge of the Sith wouldn't go there if I was doing this by myself. Fair. I'm just saying, that but I'm saying wrong. I think that one does deserve to go there in this this situation. Yeah. In this I discussion. And I'm happy to compromise. Even though you're Good. saying you would put Attack of the Clones up there, I know that most people wouldn't. Therefore... I'm being realistic. <laughs> uh, but this is all about our opinion. Fuck everyone else. Uh, I'm going to leave Attack no of the Clones and Unmissable. Okay. I'm happy with that. It's already on, like, it's already my second place on my letterbox list. So if anyone goes on my letterbox, they'll see that. <laughs> nice. Fucking love Attack of the Clones. Might just go all out. Might just tell everyone it's my favourite Star Wars film. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you say something long enough for long, if you say something for long enough, it becomes true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch it tonight. Fuck it. No, I can't. Um, but that's that's the first six Star Wars films. It is. We would love to know if you agree with our with our choices, or if you disagree. Um, you might have a completely different order that you want to yep. to tell us about. And next time we want to know these things. Next time we do Star Wars, we'll start with the seventh Star Wars film, which is actually Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Um, <laughs> um but. Before we move on to those, again, that'll be a different episode. Please like us on Instagram. We are two random nerds on there. Um, where you go on there, that's where you'll find everything that you need to know. And then message in. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know um, if you have your own ranking and where would you rank? Where would you rank Attack of the Clones? What do you think? And where would you rank Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith as well. We would love to know that. Um, and just just tell us how you like the podcast. Are you enjoying this? Are you enjoying? Because we're enjoying it, we're having a great time. So, if you're not enjoying it, don't write in. I don't need to know that. But if you are enjoying it, let us know. Yeah, you know that stuff. <laughs> but also, because I think I always forget to say it, make sure that if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It'll be really, really lovely. Um, if you're on Spotify, give us a rank out of five stars. That will also be really helpful um, as well. Yeah, all of that stuff. That Harry said. Sorry, I was distracted by something else. Um, yeah, we list follow us, listen to us, do everything you can do to make sure that your life is pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And that involves listening to us. Pretty much. I yeah. have been Connor. I have been Harry. And we'll see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.